to Trek Companion. This is episode 313. I'm your host, Brian Williams. I am Adam Caesar. I'm Stephen Embry. And today we're going to finish out Star Trek Picard's first season with the final two episodes, Et in Arcadia Ego, parts one and two. I'm sure Steve will correct my Latin. Mm. He took, <laughs> he's the only person I know that took Latin classes. Uh, we are going to discuss those two episodes as one. So here we go. Et in Arcadia Ego, Parts 1 and 2, Season 1, Episodes 9 and 10. Original release dates, March 19th and 26th, 2020. Directed by Akiva Goldsman, written by Michael Chabon, Ayelet Oldman, and Akiva Goldsman. Guest cast include Brent Spiner as Alton Inigo Sung, Jonathan Frakes as Will Riker, Peyton List as Nerissa, Tanlin Tomita as O, Brian DeRozan as Romulan Officer, Matt Profuto as Rune, Mike Profuto as Codex, Jade Ramsey as Rakona, Nikita Ramsey as Saga, Kay Bass as La Serena Computer, and Zachary James Rukivina as XB. Using a Borg transwarp conduit, the Serena arrives at Sochi's homeworld, Copulus, several days before the Romulan fleet. Narek arrives and attacks, but is interrupted when the artifact follows him through the transwarp conduit as well. A planetary defense system in the form of giant orchids drags the three ships to the planet's surface, and Picard requires medical attention following the crash. Jurati discovers his terminal illness, and Picard reveals it to the rest of the crew. After finding Elnor and Seven alive in the wreckage of the artifact, the crew travels to the settlement where Daj and Soje were created. As you said, they are children. And until now, the only teachers that they've had are a couple of hermits and the fear of extermination. But fear is an incompetent teacher. Yes, they have life. But no one is teaching them what it's for. To be alive is a responsibility as well as a right. How are they supposed to learn that lesson in six minutes and 11 seconds? The way the children learn most things. By example. Okay, so I've made no secret that I do not care for this show. And these final two episodes are yet just another perfect example of the mess. And that's the only word I have for it. The mess that is this show. Golly. Adam, why don't you start us on this one? Yeah, so this is the the final two episodes, obviously, the culmination of this first season. Kind of every, you know, obviously, every little road that we've taken along these episodes has led us to here to Soche's um, home world. So, you know, here's where we have the big climax. Um, so we have the first mini climax when they all first get to the, um, <laughs> to the planet, and there's a little fight between the Serena and um, Narek's ship, and... Um, Seven shows up um, through a conduit, and they're all pulled down by orchids. Which I found the orchids to be weird. I don't, I don't know where that came. I, I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm not saying that being creative is it, you know, like thinking outside the box. I'm like, how can we, you know, pull these ships out of the out of out of the out of the sky in a different way? But I don't know. The orchids were, they were still a little goofy to me, even the second time around. Even even though I knew they were coming. But okay, so they get pulled to the ground. They go to they, you know, they all get together as I was reading and then the synopsis, and they go to this um, settlement where all these androids are are living um, in exile and hiding because um, everybody wants to kill them. Um, and it's, you know, in a way, it's kind of gratifying. We get to see Brent Spiner. He comes up and, you know, we have these little, um, you know, 
moment between these two great actors, um, Patrick and Brent. You know, they've done so much work over the years. So it, you can... uh, never in the history of human DNA has one family <laughs> looked more alike with each passing generation. <laughs> exactly, it's amazing. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> but it's still it's a nice nostalgic moment right there. Long story short, you know, the androids don't trust anybody and, you know, they're going to use this um, message to, you know, kill all humanity. I mean, it's a pretty common science fiction theme that's been told um, many times, and I'm sure it'll be told many times um, hereafter. Um, But I think maybe what the crux of what we get get to in the end of this episode is, you know, Picard, you know, he, he sacrifices himself for the civilization of androids, you know, these descendants of data, if you will. And and that's the guilt that he's been carrying that we've kind of come to know throughout this, this series, the guilt of, you know, data dying, sacrificing himself for, for, for him, for Picard. Um, and we get that, that scene at the very end with data and Picard after Picard's died. And they're in this, you know, matrix, if you will. And um, they have, um, this closure, Picard is able to say goodbye to Data and kind of have closure from the grief and guilt that he's felt all these years. And that's what I pretty much took from the episode, the two episodes. You know, being a, being a fan of Next Gen, growing up with that, obviously you get some joy seeing the actors playing these characters and interacting, and that's that's a big deal. I can't help but think for people that don't have that or just either got it you know, you know, learned of next gen later in life or just came to Picard or whatever without that silver lining. I'm not sure what they would get out of this stuff. You know, it's kind of like, it's almost like it culminated in like the worst of it here in, in a sense, because, because it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's one of these d- deals where they feel like, I feel like they've taken, they take a whole lot of cliches and ideas and put them in a hat and shake it up and then pull them out. And then you got to like write a story to fit the thing, throw in a little like Dr. Seuss or something in there too. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's kind of lunacy, you know what I mean? In that sense, because I don't know why they think. And they're also like, we have to use every single thing in the hat. That we pull yes. Out yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, and and on top of that, there's still points in, especially the first half, that feel slow. You know, even with all the stuff they're they're trying to put together, like especially when they get down to the planet for the first time, and it's just kind of like, I don't know if we're supposed to marvel at this big house that they're in, or 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 what, or or just the fact that oh, look at all the twins, or I don't know what something, but it feels like they dwell so long on stuff there, and we we get it, we know what's going on, you know. I mean, like everything else in, 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 this, in this season we've talked about, I, I do feel like I understood it better the second time. So at least I'm not like scratching my head, n- not getting where they're going with it. But even, even with that, there's some stuff that's convoluted. And I don't understand how they go get from this point to this point. Like when the uh, Narek's broken out of the jail and they kill the other one and why and what's the purpose. And, and, they, and it's really, I, I get it. They want to like get everyone going with that, but it's really fuzzy. I mean, it's, it's a good example. That's a good example. Let's spend a minute on that. <laughs> yeah. So what, 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 what happens to Narek, by the way, real quick, I just, real, I know we'll jump into it. What ends up happening to him? I don't, he just doesn't die. He's there on the ground and there's no like, is he arrested? Is there? Yeah, it's cut. anyway. Go ahead, Brian. No, I was just no there's nothing there. No, they don't. They don't tell us what happens. But no, um, yeah. So like, uh, boy, I can't. Sutra, I think her name was Sutra. Apparently, helps him kill Saga, so that Sutra can use that and you know to 
unite the sins and say, oh, look, the, the, the organics. But like, he doesn't just kill her. I mean, he like, he kills her and then he immediately leaves to go on this plan of I'm going to the Borg cube so that I can get bomb thingies so that I can then go to the Serena to ask for help so that I can go destroy the beacon. Well, that could not possibly have been Sutra's plan, right? She wants the beacon. So, like, how did that... Did he just... Yeah, what's the point? ...think that up in 10 seconds after they... It was like, oh, great, I'm so glad that she uh, is helping me get out, escape. And, I mean, and if that was the case, why wouldn't she just, like, kill him? Kill him. I mean, right, I don't understand. Right. Like, There's really... Doesn't make any- yeah. To me. yeah, yeah, that, that that would be the logical thing. For Look, her I caught him killing Saga. Great, I killed him. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I just well, she's capable of killing her own kind. Yeah, it makes weird. no sense. Makes no sense. Actually, while I'm talking about Sutra, yep. <laughs> oh boy, did I! I hate this. I hate this. She taught herself the Vulcan mind meld. Are you kidding? Uh... She taught herself the Vulcan mind meld. That is the dumbest thing in this entire season. Who did she practice on? Can I learn that? Can you teach it to me? I think it would be great at parties. I would be very popular. What the? Oh, I wish we could cuss on this podcast. She taught herself the Vulcan mind meld. <laughs> who do, who's she going to do the mind melds with? <laughs> right, right. That's a good point. I, I, uh, yeah, I I barely bought in past series whenever they when someone learns the bulk and neck pinch, let alone <laughs> yeah. the mind meld. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. wait a minute, I thought that was yeah. But I think I think another big problem, just in general, <laughs> is is this is this coming back around to this problem that not only this series but you know Discovery that is this whole notion of introducing things that and they expect us to care too early on. You know, like all these all these characters on the planet. We don't know them. We just met them, and yet they have this big. They spend all the time with it's. It's, it's the equivalent of the episodes, um, you know, in the in the treks from eighties and nineties that we talk about that focus too much on a guest star, right? It's like they, 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 that's all about them, or almost all about them, with the exception of Soji or whatever, right? But it's it's just it's just so much time in a, in a show called Star Trek Picard. This the season finale of it not only do we not see much picard but we barely see any of the main characters but it's all about these these on the planet that we just met and we, why do we care what they're doing you know let alone if it makes sense or not even that like i didn't understand their little village here like why are some of them goldy looking and why are them some of them just look like humans i didn't I'm okay. i don't know maybe that's just series 3.0 2. i don't know but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay all right like the iphone Seven, eight, nine, and ten. There was a point in the in episode in, in part two where Narek is telling the whatever ancient Romulan myth story, and I'm like, he's sitting here telling the story, and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to keep up with who the crap is on whose team and who's trying to get this from that, and why are these people together? And I'm like, I'm barely hanging on by my fingernails to whatever is the hell is going on in this story. And even that's only because it's the second time I watched it. The first time I didn't even, I mean, I wasn't even, didn't even have the fingernails and I just got to the point I didn't care. And I just wanted it to be over this time. I'm like, we're going to talk about it on the podcast. I'm going to freaking understand what the hell is happening here. I'm just hanging on by my fingernails. And then he's going to go and like throw in all this Romulan mythy crap that actually I didn't need to listen to because it doesn't matter to anything. But it was there was a moment there when I'm when I it was so hard to not just give up and I and I think that was probably the moment when I gave up the first time but this time I'm like I'm not giving up so I'm gonna find some way 
for this to make some sense. There are so many just little bitty, barely hanging on. What about that magic fix-all tool? Here, this fixes crap. Neat, thanks. Why? Why bring that into the mess? It's just, just so they can have this this extra bit, but, but the battle at the end where the where he like sort of hologrammy looking clones the ship, but not really because then they would all be spinning out like when they got shot. I, I don't understand that that bit, and it only bought him a few seconds against the Romulan Armada anyway. So why did it need to be there at all? I I don't know, and but it was but it also just feels really stupid. Like this, look at this magic save all fix all tool. I mean, and it's silly. And I, when I mentioned it when I first started talking, I mean, the, the problem that they had with the, the problem that I see that they had with this show. So I think what they were trying to say in this whole series was um, unresolved issues with Picard, and how, you know the grief, the regret, all the things that that he'd done wrong in the last you know since in the novel in the novel. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not in the shows or the movies, but in the novel, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and this show was to, you know, to me, it's like when you get to the end, I'm like, this, the, what I think they're trying to do is like, there, there's this, the point of this is to heal his unresolved issues. And the last scene with Data, it kind of explains that. But as we, you know, been talking throughout this whole first season, is the execution of that is not good, to put it mildly at times. And it's all over the place. Um, you know, so they they didn't spend enough time telling the story of of the human and his perils, and incorporating that in the story. You know, we you know you you can see it in a lot of good science fiction. You know, most recently, every everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a family story, so I don't I see what they're trying to do, but they just don't connect. Is it does that make it sense at all? What I'm saying here, it's like that's that's what I'm missing from the show is the connection to the characters. Um, I see what they're trying to do, but they're not doing it very well. Yeah, they can't focus. They can't. They can't yeah. focus. There, it doesn't. At least for, that's what it comes off as: is they can't stay focused on the point. They they get caught up in the bells and whistles and silly plotty stuff. That that's when this gets bad, like this and Discovery and so on. I, just, you know? I don't understand. Like, why? Why did they even want to make this show? Like, I remember. Follow me. I remember when I and, and I'm just thinking of this, but when I first moved here and I worked like at a like a, a place where they would like buy scripts and try to get movies made, right? And I remember every single time the same thing would happen. They would buy a script that they because they liked it, right? And then they would pay some writer to polish it. And by the time they were done, they'd be like, "We don't like it as much anymore. We've like written ourselves out of all the things we liked about it." And then instead of ever because they can't conceive of how it used to be, they would just kill it. They wouldn't go back to the first version. It would just be dead because they can't imagine it that way anymore. Like somebody said. Somebody should have said, we want to make a Picard show. Why? Because these are great characters that people care about, and we can do some cool things with these characters. But there's, the characters aren't in the show, right? Even Picard isn't Picard. They had to make up all this drama crap that happens between the movies and, the, and this show so they'd have something to do with them. Like why, like, why did you make it? And then it makes me think, oh, they only made it because money in the bank. Us... Us people are going to pay for Paramount Plus to watch it, and then I feel like a damn idiot. Like I'm, I'm supporting it, right? Like that's the only reason this got made. It did not get made because somebody had a good idea for a show. That's not why it got made. It didn't get made because they loved the character of Picard. Because I don't see him in this show. Ugh. May I think maybe th- this first season 
is just a bad TV show that on no planet would I have continued past the first episode if it hadn't didn't say Star Trek in it. I'm hoping that on a rewatch of season two, my opinion is going to be it's a okay show. It's just not for me, which is a big difference between me saying objectively Picard season one bad show. One other thing, Steve brought this up earlier. <laughs> If you're not, if you don't know that, if you're not fans like we are of the show, if you hadn't watched Next Generation or at least watched the movies, the very least watched all of the Next Gen movies, how would you get into this show if you're just coming coming into this cold? And you, you, like you said, Stephen, you made that point earlier. I'm like, I don't know why you would even bother going past the first or second because you'd be lost, um, basically, and you wouldn't understand why any of this is going on because there's not the context that is given in this this show. So, I don't think it. It's just this is just for fans because I don't think this is bringing in any new Star Trek fans. Yeah, I mean that's 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 one of those little indicators I've kind of found over time with with these new series and so on. Is if is if the, what I'm getting out of it is primarily nostalgia, then there probably is something wrong. You know, it's probably there's probably not enough real substance going on there because sure i'm you know uber trek fans you know we're gonna love any kind of reference to something oh that's back from episode whatever you know but if that's what i'm fixating on is the good thing in it then there's not enough going on that's that's positive if my thought as i finished part two (laughs) was thank god if i live to be a hundred i'm never gonna watch this again and i'm never gonna have to watch it again that's a bad sign for your show you know that's a bad sign for your Star Trek legacy. <laughs> I, I think, I think what, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to be cynical about it, but I have a feeling it's like they know that they they got, like you said, money in the bank. They've got people who are going to watch this no matter what they put out and it's just free reign. So there's not enough checks and balances. I mean, in reality, yep. there should be somebody coming in saying somebody raised their hand. You know, it's like, you know what, this this is really off the rails. This is not making sense. This is hard to follow. I'm not feeling anything. Let's just mm, do this again or let's start over. I don't know something, but there's no nobody doing that in these. I think that's one of the big problems. Well, in a lot of ways, it goes back to what Brian was saying. You know, they know how much money they can make off this show. So they base, you know, you put that's how you put together a budget but it doesn't matter how good it is or not good it is they know they're going to make that x amount of dollars whether it's a good show or it's a bad show um and that's kind of where this falls into place as we're recording this season three hasn't started yet and it makes me nervous about that because that's kind of like taking it to the nth degree we've seen all the trailers we know all the main characters are in it from next gen right oh they could do anything (laughs) you know it's it's uh so i'm interested because the first two seasons have a pattern like i was saying you know the to me the crux of this season what it was trying to do was solve jean-luc picard's unresolved issues and i this second season is a a lot of the same resolving jean-luc picard's unresolved issues um so I'm not, I'm curious what they're going to do in season three. I mean, what other unresolved issues do we have to uncover? For, um, season two was, you know, baddie destroying the universe. We must stop them from the little of we've seen of season three. I mean, that's what it is, right? So season long arc, stop being some villain. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, look, the, the one episode of Picard season one that was worth my time, <laughs> that was enjoyable enough to watch was the one episode where they didn't load it up with plot, 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 plot. It also happens to have been the one episode that actually had maybe some more nostalgia in it with, you know, Riker and Troy. But that was not the reason. 
as we discussed when we discussed that episode, that was not the reason that was the episode that was the least bad of this season. So the, I think this one, <laughs> this one kind of suffers the same from season two of Discovery because it's pretty much the same plot. It's pretty much the same villain, you know, synthetic life taking over the universe or, you know, destroying organics. That's the same plot line in season one of Picard. That's the villain, you know, synthetics. <laughs> to the point, I think I mentioned it a few episodes ago. I'm like, you know, they should have just connected the dots between both shows. That would have been <laughs> kind of cooler. Like, oh, these are the same enemies. It's Because as bad as it was in Discovery and as bad as it was in this, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> they just would have connected. Even even the little tentacles coming out of that um, wormhole or whatever they made, that reminded me of the control bots. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But I, I want to talk about that that difference there for a second. So, so Sochi is the destroyer of worlds here, right? And you know, she changes enough that she goes ahead and she puts Picard in house arrest, whatever. And then um, Sutra says, and there's a, again a kernel of maybe there's something interesting here, but then it goes nowhere. She says uh, maybe the Romulans have been pointlessly driving themselves insane for centuries by misinterpreting the admonition, which was not meant for them. It was meant only for synthetics to understand. And I watch it, and now I understand these other synthetics are going to come, and it becomes clear that they're actually coming to kill all the organics? So was Sutra lying or wrong? Were the Romulans actually right the whole time? Yeah, maybe. And what yeah. both then the Federation should team up with the Romulans and freaking kill these all the synthetics to prevent them from this other bet. I mean, they were right. Which flies in the face of the whole thing. Of the that, whole the freaking feel season. of the season. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I agree. That that was one point in there that I thought this could be interesting now because it's like, oh, you know what? This is not something nefarious. This is not something scary. This is like a you got it all wrong. But no, you don't got it all wrong. Once they've stuck their little tentacle noses into our area, shouldn't they? I mean, if they're so advanced, they, they know. now just know they everything know. and be like, oh, like uh, like Q-Who. Now the board can make their way to the Alpha Quadrant. <laughs> A lot of missed opportunity here. Yeah, like the even at the end, there was this that moment where that they really you know, make you think that Picard is going to die, except for the fact that you know there's already a season two coming. So that doesn't really work. We have a scene with Rafi and Elnor, and we have a scene with Seven and Rios right. mourning the death of Picard, which is not what happened. Were they not informed that Picard was being saved? It's the only thing that makes any sense, I guess. Because we never got a scene where they're like, oh my god, you're alive! Nope, we just go straight to him on the ship with them. It's time to get yeah, underway. Yeah. Got it. Where are we going, by the way? Sochi finally makes this, this... That doesn't make any character sense to me that now she's okay. Now she just wants to leave. They try to give her a line. It doesn't... I'm like, that doesn't sound like the character I've seen for 10 episodes. Doesn't make any sense. That suddenly she's... Yep, I know. I finally made it here and I'm home. I'm ready to go. What? What? So, Brian, um, I know we've been kind of bashing this thing the whole time. So, I, I want to put a, I want to put a little... I want to put a little dust on... A little fairy dust on it. I, The one thing that I did enjoy... I, I could probably watch um, Patrick Stewart just sit at a table and drink tea for 30 minutes. So it was fun seeing him play. Do the, and all the char- I thought all the performances were good. I can't can't look at any of the performances of the characters. I mean, they they did what they were given. But I can say, you know, I cared about each of them. You know, 
especially Picard and Seven. But throughout the season, you co- I, I come to like every single one of these characters. Um, and the actors that perform them did a great job because that's them. They, that's who draws you in um, with the material that they're given. And, and in some cases, like in this season, material wasn't great. But, I, you know, I, I still liked every one of these characters and the performances that they, they portrayed. I, I don't know, man. Like, there was the moment when, when Rafi is telling Picard, I want to thank you for everything you've done for me. And all I thought about was, you mean the part where he abandoned you for like a decade and you ended up losing your family and your job and, and became a hermit that was an alcoholic? That part? What are you thanking him for exactly? I mean, they didn't have to do that. It's like whoever wrote that line didn't know what the scripts were for the first half of the season. And then watch the other stuff, yeah. Yeah, all she had to do was, because her friend is dying, she could say, I love you, but that was nice, and they could do that. But the other part didn't make any sense. Yeah, you're right. And it was funny that the awkward thing, he kind of was like, okay, and he walks out, and he's like, you know, that was that first part. Yeah, I mean, that that bit was nice, but the other part, no. Uh, Girardi. (sighs) So I'm not under arrest anymore for murdering Bruce Maddox? No, we had to make a detour, Okay. Um, you did something terrible, but you can make up for the murder of a human being by helping me create another synth. Okay, great. Let's do that. And suddenly I'm everybody's mom. Oh, but actually secretly I'm not. And I'm going to break Picard out. It didn't really make a lot of that, that character stuff. That didn't make a lot of sense there to me. Neither what Girardi did nor how everybody else reacted to her. So, and that's writing. That's writing. I'm like, why did, what was the point of her ever killing Maddox? It did. It didn't change anything. I mean, Maddox, they could have just had Maddox die on his own. I mean, he was clearly wounded and, and kind of, a, you know, he could have just died on, on his own. And they didn't have to have her do that. Maybe he just dies on his own. Maybe she thought about it and he just, she can't do it. And, but anyway, it was unnecessary because there's no, um, you know, you know, she's scot-free. I mean, you know, she's part of the, you know, big part of the next season. And, you know, it's, yeah. other than, other than them, having her murder somebody which is out of character for the character that they started with and the, the character that they ended with it's 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 a likable character yeah it literally ends with her she's smooching rios and they're yeah. smiling on the bridge yeah. and we're let's yeah. get underway what happened to the whole i murdered somebody and i'm going to jail part mm-hmm. yeah I, it's like they consistently try to grab short-term dramatic gains just to be intriguing for and, and the cost of a arc uh, anything that feels anything real because like they have these little oh that's dramatic and oh shocking all those little shocks but then it makes for a big uh long-term mess or, or they could have just had Gerardi mad you know like you know like we just said these visions drive you mad so the synthetic mind meld at the end could have healed her been like oh you've yep. been you've been you've been, just, you've been maligned and gone crazy with this vision i've taken it from you now you're back to normal that would have solved it right there. I mean, <laughs> I had that that thought too. Like they they could have she could have had a line about I I understand what happened and I can fix you or something. Yeah, I would have believed that a hell of a lot more than I was bored on a Saturday afternoon and taught myself how to do a Vulcan mind melt. <laughs> okay, if I'm just trying to find some positive things to say, I wrote so few positive things that I like highlighted them in my notes so that I could read the whole list. I think the image of the board cube smashed on the surface, kind of in the water and stuff, that is a cool image. Yeah, the effects are top-notch. I mean, even the, the when the ships were going through the atmosphere, crashing, I mean... And the only other positive thing I have... I'm sorry, you told me one other thing. I did like moments, not the whole scene, but I did like moments of that Picard and Data goodbye scene at the end. I agree as a 
as a bookendy piece, and this is something I've said since the first time I saw this show, as a bookend to Nemesis, it actually lifts Nemesis up a little bit, which is shocking. <laughs> well, we can only hope in 20 years something will <laughs> lift the show. Yeah. Who uh, knows? So it has, there's a couple of nice moments in there, and I, I liked most of that scene. That's, um, that's probably kind of sort of it for me. I think it's, it's back to this and discovery and the ones we've, it's when the plot is driving the characters and the characters aren't driving the plot. And when it's like, they just make up a story and then just try to manipulate the elements to fit the plot as convoluted as it is without any consideration for the, the, the ride we're on with these characters. And cause that's what we care about. That's what we want to see or, or, are tales that advance the, these 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 characters, not the stuff that we can barely figure out. And then you just pigeonhole everybody into a slot and move forward. And this is a perfect example of it. You know, it's funny. I, I never thought I would hear myself say this. A lot of times I say, you know, like um, there's certain movies. I'm like, oh, that would be a good series instead of just a movie. I kind of feel like this series would have just been better as a two-hour movie. Because it's shorter. Crunch everything. Because Yeah, it's shorter because there's so much wasted time in this in this series that you could just cut that you could probably condense the storyline into, you know, a, a decent two hour movie and it would have been a lot better, better way to totally. do it. I remember there, there was an episode where we said, you know, you could not watch this episode and it wouldn't make any difference on the whole season. Right. You know, if you're going to do a serialized show, can't do that. Right. Yeah. I think you're right. I think this could have been a decent uh, two hour, you know, movie yeah you could have TV said everything movie. you needed to say because in, in this in two hours because the gist of it like i said is you know picard you know the you know the dramatic ending between picard and data Look, n- nobody sets out to make a bad anything and i'm sure that m- most of the people who worked on this you know think it's a lot better than we do than i do at least right but i don't know you know like Patrick Stewart had more say on this than he than he ever did in the original show, right? Now he had a lot of he had a fair amount of say on the movies. I know he had sign off on all that stuff. Um, but I, I remember as the lead up to this show, we saw a picture of him in the writers' room. So I'm just saying it's not like it was made without any input from the guy playing the lead character. This show was just, uh, I remember some we talked about on our holiday episode, like my biggest disappointment of, la- of 2022 was Jurassic Park Dominion, which was this massive turd waste of resources. They had this incredible once in a, once in two generations opportunity to bring all these characters together and to conclude this massive story. And they failed and they did it. In such an obvious, in such a way that was so obviously going to fail, they did it by only paying lip service to those characters and making up a whole new story about stupid locusts that nobody on planet Earth cares about. I have a similar feeling to this show. They got Patrick Stewart to come back as Picard, and this is what we got out of it. Now, season three coming out very soon has the potential to be even more extreme in that sense in that it's more than just patrick stewart and you know it's just more than just picard Riker, and troy and data you know it's everybody 
So <laughs> if season three had come first, I guess maybe. <laughs> oh, this is getting silly. I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm just bashing it for no good reason now. I've made my opinion of this mess clear, and I think that's the word that describes these last two episodes, especially the second one. But they're just a mess. Yeah, and you're right, Steve, that the first one still has moments of <laughs> that are boring, <laughs> that feel slow. <laughs> but mostly, this is just a cacophony of noise, and it is a mess. And I look forward to never watching it again as long as I live. So for season two or three. I wouldn't even say that about the episodes of Next Gen that I hate. Might watch up on accident. <laughs> well, we got, we got season Wait, Hey, guys. Hey, you ready for season two in two weeks? <laughs> Let's get after it. <laughs> At least it's different. <laughs> At least it doesn't have. Uh, well, we'll see. Guys, just so you know, we all still love Star Trek. So <laughs> we're all going to watch season two and talk about it. And then we're going to go on to season three because. My memories of season two were like that was the pandemic starting, and I, I had such anxiety, and the world was so weird that I I don't know if I gave season two a fair shake. Everything was weird for those six months or so, but we have to do it. What are these two episodes about? Nothing. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with what I said early in the beginning. I mean, you know, it's it's I think what they were trying to do this season, and they did as we've discussed in length over the last thirty minutes or so, is they were trying to resolve these issues in Picard, the guilt and regret that he had. Like, that's what I said. And that's kind of what I took from this series. Do I think they did a good job telling that story and getting to that point? No, but that's kind of what I've taken from this whole first season. I don't, you know, what these two episodes are about on their own. I couldn't say, but that's what I'll give the whole season is that's what they were trying to do and say is, you know, for Picard. And, you know, like, and I wouldn't, I'm sorry. And I would say, you know, okay, yes, the, you know, this old science fiction thing, you know, the, the synthetic and the human, I mean, it's a good conversation to have, but did they do a good job in this season telling that story and giving us something new to think about? No. Yeah, I agree. I think that's what they're, they're trying to say. And I, I, it, it is questionable by the time we got to get to these last two episodes, what are they even trying to say? It's very difficult to fathom uh, this the group of writers actually thinking they're you know relaying something you know cohesive and, and intelligible in some fashion with this because it's so much going on i mean they're trying to wrap up a whole lot of loose threads but they create other loose threads that never get i don't know it doesn't so yeah i think i think that that's what they set out to do but i think this the this this may be the worst season finale in trek I don't know if you're going to call it a season finale. Not a se- well, I'm still thinking a series finale. Well, except for Enterprise like, season four, the series, maybe. The, the se- that was kind of the series finale. That's a series finale, but... Con- it was Conspiracy, the ones with the, the, the clip show, Next Gen. Oh, yeah. Well, that was that was, in the, that was in the second season, but you're thinking... That, well, the first season of Next Gen really didn't have a season finale. It just like, had an episode, kind of. It's kind of hard to... They didn't really wrap up an arc, I guess, but... It was a strike was going on, right? Yeah, so I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, I feel like if you're, as far as an end of a season, a season arc of some respect, this feels so, it like it made it worse. You know what I mean? It didn't resolve, <laughs> it didn't resolve anything. It left more unresolved or something. You know, that's that's the that's the problem. And and we didn't even talk about the fact that Picard's an android now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything bad with that. It's just that it wasn't earned. But even right? that, they did it in such a like. In such a way that it, it doesn't yeah. matter. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of. If you're gonna uh, do that, then do something with it. Do something, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, they could have just been healed. They could have just had. Oh, we we know how to heal this. Right. <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. But like, why is he a synth mm-hmm. now? They literally gave him. Oh, am I mortal? No, 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 no. You're gonna die the same amount of time you would have died had it not been for the brain thing. Well, how, oh, would okay. Gerardi, how, how would Gerardi? Have am I like super himself? strong? Maybe. Nope. Nope. Well, how would Gerardi have redeemed herself, Brian? I mean, come on. Well, if that was their point, they didn't sell that either because I didn't feel like she saved the world and saved Picard by doing this. Yeah. Uh, I have one six degrees question. Adam, you went first, right? So Brett Spiner plays Alton Inigo Soong. What was the first name of the Soong he played in the three-episode season four arc of Star Trek Enterprise? Noon Yoon. That's more generations. I don't know. Go for it, Steve. It's been. Uh, I'll know when I hear it. I only ask because I think it's a cool name. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not coming up with it. Arik. A R I K. We start with Arik. A. Yeah. Yeah. Arik. Yeah. All right. Maybe they'll. Maybe they'll. They'll look the same. Maybe they'll. Somewhere down the line, they'll reveal that. You know what? They really all were the same guy. It's one of these gods kind clone, of things. It was, it yeah. was like, or he cloned himself, probably. Yeah. It made slightly more sense that he was Soong's immediate child. Sure. I don't know why. Like The first time I watched it, I thought he it was a, a couple generations removed, which wouldn't make any sense. But mm-hmm. it, does, I mean, it does mean that he was born in secret and raised in secret and nobody ever heard of him until now, right? So of course. that part doesn't mm-hmm. really make a lot of sense. And why would he never have revealed himself to Data? I, I don't know. We don't have to – don't need to ask all these questions because the writers – Is Brent in season three? Uh, yes, and we know why and what, but that would probably be a spoiler if you haven't watched any trailers. Which, by the way, they've been releasing lots more trailers and stills and stuff. I am media blackout now. I am not watching any more trailers. I watched the first couple or whatever, but I haven't watched one in quite a while, and I'm not going to watch any more. Because at this point, I think all they're going to do is spoil stuff for me. The last one I watched was something, you know... I think I talked about how excited I was about one character coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the last thing I watched. And after that, I'm like, okay, I don't need to watch anymore. All right. But speaking of next gen, we did hear, well, actually I don't think it's been made official, but it's basically official that the next gen movies are going to get a 4k release mm-hmm. probably April. Sounds like, mm-hmm. is that first contact day? When's first contact? Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. The first contact day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The fourth or whatever. February, March. Oh, so probably also this, that's around the time that Picard season three will be ending, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's something to look forward to. Yeah. Then you can watch Nemesis again and then rewatch Picard season one. <laughs> you can. I will not. Okay. So uh, we're going to be back in two weeks to discuss, to start discussing uh, Picard's second season. Now, I know that's going to be a little weird. It means we're going to be talking about season two while season three is airing. But we are professionals, so we can do it. Hopefully, our listeners, you're cool with that. Uh, we hope you'll stick with us uh, and not take two months off. <laughs> Just download them and save them. If you're, you know. uh, so you can send us an email, trekcompanion at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is still at trekcompanion. <laughs> I don't know how much longer that'll be true. Uh, maybe Twitter will die tomorrow. Who knows? Thank you so much for spending an hour with us. And until next time, take it easy. Bye, guys. See ya.
fun. I passed it.